It is 6.11 on a Monday evening, which means it's time for another Atlanta United traffic report this week. December 5th, 2016. It is a disgusting day outside. Has been all day. Rainy. Getting cold. Just the most miserable time of year. But you wouldn't know it if you've been following Atlanta United news the last couple days. The team announced a couple more signings. Uh, a youth national team player who had been playing, uh, I guess, on the reserve team or the under-21 team, um, Tijuana Cholos. Um, that was uh, Brandon Vasquez. I should really get better at saying... Uh, basically any name in the world. But that was exciting news on Friday, uh, soon afterwards. And maybe even starting right before that, there were some rumors um, that out of Argentina, Atlanta would be signing um, a former Chelsea and Arsenal target, uh, Paraguayan attacking midfielder, Miguel... Almiron. Hope I said that right too. Those rumors seem to just inflate over the weekend with numbers ranging from eight and a half to thirteen million dollars paid for that transfer right from uh, Lannis. That's how I say it. Um, it's a boy with no culture. Those reports were basically confirmed on Sunday while uh, in the Georgia Dome on the sideline with Carlos Bocanegra. There he was standing, Miguel Almiron. Today, Atlanta United did announce they had in fact signed the 22-year-old to a young designated player contract very exciting stuff so that roster just keeps growing so instead of just continuing to fawn over the signing of a you know former slash maybe future uh, English Premier League target it was basically our number 10 our, our playmaker let's talk about kind of what this means as a whole um, going into the expansion draft, which I believe is next week. Today is the 5th. I want to say maybe may next Tuesday. Uh, obviously after MLS Cup, which is on Sunday. But going into that, uh, Atlanta has basically a bunch of attacking players and midfielders on their roster. They do have a goalie, and of course, last week... Uh, along with all those other rumors, were rumors that Atlanta area native Sean Johnson would be joining Atlanta United uh, from the Chicago Fire to be, I would assume, their first choice goalkeeper. But there's still no defenders on the roster. We got Chris McCann, who can play kind of a defensive mid, and if he needed to, he could play uh, across the back line. I don't assume that's what they want to use him for. You know, but then otherwise we have uh, Tito. We got Miguelito, I think is how he likes to be 
referred to. That's his nickname choice. Uh, Kenwin Jones. Um, of course, we got some homegrown players and uh, Andrew Carlton and, and Chris Goslin. You know, we don't know how much time they'll actually see on the first team, if any, in the first season. But yeah, we basically going into this expansion draft and as well as uh, super draft and re-entry draft, Atlanta United's basically going to need to find some defense. What they're also going to have to take into account is, as of right now, um, five of its eight international spots have already been used on the roster. And that's with two DPs signed. You can assume there's going to be a third DP. There might be a player or two um, that have contracts are in the area of a DP, but are, you know, signed out using that TAM and other things like that, or their MLS rules. So we can assume we'll be in a couple other of those guys, but and there's also always a chance that Atlanta United can trade other teams for some international spots. I don't know how they go about doing that, if that's a, a purely cash exchange, um, cash plus spot in super draft kind of range you know they, maybe they'd be able to do that with the number two spot in the college super draft so maybe and there'd be some people that'd be interested in moving up that way uh it's kind of a crapshoot with those kind of players so i wouldn't foresee that happening but who knows it's mls kooky stuff happens but we got a lot of work to do um people that are into college soccer will say that the super draft has some defensive prospects i i can't speak to that i don't know um, there's bound to be some unprotected players available in the expansion draft. Worth picking up for some of those spots. Center back is obviously going to be the main position back there that we would like to see Atlanta United fill in as quickly as possible, basically. Always good to have a foundation there, um, especially if they'd be working with uh, Chris McCann. Right in front of Chris McCann, by the way, who announced he'd be wearing number 16 in Atlanta, which is very exciting as that's the former number of former Braves all-star catcher, Brian McCann, just for a little bit of symmetry there. You have to enjoy it. So what else, what other room did I guess do they have to work with on their roster? Um, since they used two of their uh, designated player spots with young designated players, Instead of counting, I want to say it's in like the f mid 400s or low $400,000 range. Um, what a normal designated player costs against your salary cap. Salary cap's I think four and a half, four point something million. And basically a designated player costs about a tenth of that. Um, again, that's all numbers I'm just throwing out there and working off memory of, but about that range. Um, but instead as a young designated player, instead of charging are costing, you know, 400 something thousand against the salary cap. They only cost 200,000. Obviously that's meant to promote more young players in the league, that sort of thing. And that's exactly what Atlanta United's targeted so far, which is great because that means there's money to spend on the rest of the roster. Instead of having a bunch of people, you know, higher price guys and DPs and then filling out the rest of your bench with $60,000 minimum, you know, salary kind of players, uh, Atlanta United's really going to be able to build a very strong starting 11 uh, salary-wise. And, and, you know, work around whatever they can. 
players like Andrew Carlton, uh, homegrown players also have a um, designated number for what they cost you against your salary cap. And locking those guys in as homegrown players is huge, uh, especially going in the future. But where I think they'll spend money, I would assume a center back. I don't know. Sean Johnson, his salary, while high for a goalie, uh, I don't love it especially, but it's only possibly going to be $250,000. Uh, that's how much his last contract was in MLS. Um, I don't really foresee him taking a pay cut. Maybe he won't get paid quite as much, considering he finished the year, I believe, as the, the number one goalie in Chicago. But for a while there, had lost his job to... Um, Lampson, I want to say. Uh, that was under a new coach there going into the year. But again, assume it's going to be about $250,000 if he does make the team, get traded to the team. But yeah, I mean, Darren Eels alluded to this the other day. We're about to start seeing lots of signings start to happen. Um, is that Kevin Kratz, the, the German uh, who had previously been on the roster at Philadelphia Union, you know, we found out that he apparently was an Atlanta United signing and was a, on, technically on loan to Philadelphia, which is kind of a strange thing, but uh, that'll become official after MLS Cup when MLS rosters open up. Same as expected if the Sean Johnson deal goes through. It isn't in fact true. And that's when players out of contract can possibly be signed. Um, again, a couple days later will be the expansion draft. But yeah, I mean... This is where the kind of cornerstone of the team is going to be built. Expect some decent players on defense. Uh, ones that's, whose salaries are not cheap, but Atlanta United has that money right now. So it's going to be very nice. Very nice to see exciting player news and such. Look forward to the next week. We'll make sure you get another traffic report coming up soon.